Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I remember Muhammad Ali being asked toward the end of his career by a reporter, Muhammad, why do you do this? Why are you fighting guys you never would have spent time in the ring with in your prime? Why 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 are you still boxing? And his answer was very simply, because that's what I do, man. That's what I do. A Maru poll of Canadians who are still working shows that 28% of these Canadians, so 30%, let's call it one, let's call it 30%, for argument's sake, just round it off, have no intention or they never expect to retire. And why is that? John Wright is senior vice president of Maru. He joins us on the Roy Green Show. So, John, is it passion for the job? Is it the economy, is it a combination of the two? What's what's the main driving force? Main driving force is that people don't have enough money. I mean, what's very interesting in this poll, and I was a bit shocked by how high the numbers are and how consistent they are, again, uh, across the age groups. And, of course, you'd have younger people looking at today's economy and kind of driving these numbers because they can't see that they can get a house and they can't get ahead. And the way the inflation is, so 40% of those young people, in fact, are very concerned compared to about 28% of older people, but still Roy, here are some of the facts. I mean, when you ask Canadians how much money they think they're going to have to have in order to retire, they say about $4 million, which is, you know, way more than is necessary. I think the average necessary is, you know, in the a million or so, if you want to keep your house is probably close to 1.7 million. I mean, that's a lot of money. But then when you find out that, the average RRSP in this country, the average has $144,000 in it. And none of my friends have pensions and they're kind of living in the retirement that then causes some issues. So about 52% of Canadians don't have enough money to retire. 28% of workers say they're just going to have to keep working. Most of those people right now have side gigs so that they continue to bring in um, the uh, the money, but that's kind of where we sit at this stage going forward. I will tell you that 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 according to the polling, eight percent of Canadians who were saving for retirement were set back by COVID because they had to take money out of that. So that even adds to that. But it's roughly three in ten workers who really have nothing in store for them as they move forward. And and as you say, I, mean, I was just looking at the uh, the information on the poll as you were speaking. Mm. The largest proportion believe they'll never have enough money to retire. Yeah. And if you go through the different um, levels of who in our society are are in that area, it it was interesting to me because we broke it down by what you call, you know, pink collar, which is personal service oriented workers and blue collar manuals, skilled workers such as firefighters at 27 percent or gray collars. You know, you go through all these sort of things. The people who we depend on the most, for instance, in our healthcare system, who would be 
in our uh, caring system for older people in their homes, they're the ones who don't think that they're going to be able to retire. That's 39% of them versus, you know, office workers, 18% who say that they won't. Now, there is a component that you and I know, because I'm 66 and you're slightly older than I am, that we do this out of a passion for what we, we like. Plus, we have other expenses and I've still got two kids coming out of university. So I just keep doing this because, I, you know, I want to, not necessarily that I have to. There will be those people who say, there's no way I'm stopping my work until I get into retirement. But we know the vast majority of those who are having concerns about retirement money aren't those people. And they certainly aren't that high a proportion within this category of the 28% of workers who say they're going to have to retire. It's interesting. They can't retire. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because uh, after I came back, uh, or even just before Mm -hmm. I came back from my uh, rather lengthy hiatus because of the, uh, the health issue, People were asking me, are you going to go back to work? Because you spend so many hours preparing these shows. And don't you want to do other things? Don't, don't, don't you want to go and live life differently now, now that you're, you're facing the, uh, you know, the cancer reality? And uh, I said, no, <laughs> this, is, this is what I really enjoy doing. And, I, and I'm, one argument that I've always put forward, uh, John, over the years is, it, it's, if you really love what you do, then it's okay to let your work define you. If you really love what you do. And I guess I'm one of those fortunate people who I can't wait to get into the studio and turn on the microphone. I wish they'd give me another shot at a five-day week gig, but they're not going to do that. Well, well you, maybe know they will. you and I have known each other since, <laughs> what, 1990? Yes, we have. Um, yeah. You know, and we've been on a lot of radio shows together. Yes, we have. And I think what has stayed the same is both our relationship, our professionalism, and our approach to doing what we like to do. I think, however, that outside of that, your life changes or you decide how to balance it off with different priorities. So Mm -hmm. we can continue to do this, but I've had four kids of which the last one is now going through university. Um, You know, I volunteered at all kinds of different organizations. I continue to work with the armed forces. I do all that sort of stuff outside of the hours of which I do. And that's the fulfillment I have in my life. So I think of my hours as being part-time this work and full-time that work, when in fact it's the reverse. So I love doing this, but I, I make priorities there. And I think that's the trade-off. I fortunately have the means in which I can do that now that the kids are out of school and I can afford it. Um, but nonetheless, you know, that's how we balance our life. Other people, however, according to this poll and according to a lot of other things that are out there that show the difference, is it, it's the opposite for them. They really have to put this as a priority. They can't spend the time doing other things. And if they have to pick up an extra job, especially in this economy, they will continue to do that. And it'll bleed into their uh, their retirement. None of these people are taking into account how much government and government services are going to provide. But we all know that there's 144,000 people on a waiting list for uh, long-term care. And in fact, that's going to balloon over the next decade as the baby boomers kind of punch through like you and I, and there's going to be a huge waiting list and not enough facilities. So that's on the horizon of which, you know, I don't want to make it sound bleak that we've got a train headed down towards us in that tunnel of light, but it is a reality and governments are going to have to shift their priorities to take into account large proportions of the population older who are going to need both healthcare and support services for staying in their homes longer or just having some sustenance in order to, to live a healthy and, and productive life for the rest of the years. Yeah. John, I, uh, we have less than a minute, but uh, yep. I, I wonder, given the economic realities, 
Interest rate at 4.75, Bank of Canada. It's much higher if you have a credit card. And we all know how it goes. Uh, can we expect to see this 28% number climb? Oh, yeah. I, I expect that that'll be the case. And I think, again, while it's being fueled by young people at the time who, again, you know, see a rather bleak future because of what they can't have today, I think as the baby boom progresses and you've got like 18% or so of yep. older people yep. concerned about it, it's going to rise. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.